0: Okay. what's up everybody it is your boy steven Fokomomi, and we are back at it again with another episode of the new music podcast i'm your host again steven and i'll be your guide through these dope new artists that i bring to you and just a little call back there from one of the last episodes. <laughs> I like to say that I'm your guide because I'd like to think that I'm your guys' new music plugs. That one new friend or that one guy that just kind of gives you the best music and artist that you would have never found on your own. And to kind of put you on on some of these really cool artists so that you kind of feel cool and in the loop. Now with that... Let me just get into what we will be talking about today. I am super excited because we have two EDM artists that I'm so excited to talk about today for multiple reasons. One is a more sentimental reason and that I've been listening to these artists or these two groups that we have today since about 2015. So it's been a long time. But don't worry, the songs we'll be talking about are not going to be stuck in that time They also have songs that are new releases as well. So we'll be talking about the evolution of these artists that I love and the reason why I fell in love with them in the first place and the reasons why I think you'll love them as well. I just wanted to also say really quickly, I appreciate all of you who listen to the podcast and enjoy talking about music as much as I do. Now, for all of you that are new, this is where I just talk about, and I usually bring two groups or two artists to the table on each episode, and I usually have a theme that kind of brings both of them together. And today's is going to be EDM-adjacent artists. Now, these two groups that I have today are chill electronic artists that have a good grasp of the nature of chill EDM, but bleed into the indie, almost experimental side of things as well. And again, I've been listening to these two groups for a while now, and it's been so cool. It's been so fun to just listen to them as they've grown as artists in their like artistry, in their writing, and in their craft, and especially just seeing and listening to the evolution of their music. Again, I've been listening to both of these since about 2015, 2017, and that span of those two years. And so I've kind of grown up as a single adult with these two artists and i'm very excited especially if you like edm music this episode is going to be for you and especially if you like the chill kind of tropical house side of things so with that let's get right into it let's get into the first artist the first edm adjacent artist that i have for you all today is well known in the edm tropical house just chill edm space you may recognize him this is a french moroccan producer and I can't wait to explain just his music here, but this is Petit Biscuit, and I hope I'm saying that right. Now, I recently read and found a Spotify article from 2018, and it says that Petit Biscuit doesn't care how you pronounce his name, which is kind of cool. This kid's just got it all. He has made hit songs that have made it on countless playlists, editorial playlists, and just countless like patches onto videos that people have edited in the past, probably plenty of IG stories, reels, old videos before reels was a thing, and maybe even like TikToks now, but I'll get into that in just a second. But again, this is a French Moroccan producer, and my one-sentence description of his music is chill idiom with tropical and thoughtful voice manipulations, with a touch of indie sounds. Now there's a lot I'd love to talk about today, and to try to keep it short, Um, I have, as usual, a couple of songs that I want to share. And instead of three, like I usually do, here are four songs that I have brought to the table for you all to listen to and get to know more about Petit Biscuit. Now, the first one you may know because it's probably his most popular song, and it's called Sunset Lover. This is arguably the song that defined sunset tropical vacations, kind of captured on drone videos. Back in 2015 to like 2017. Now for all of my newer and especially my younger generational listeners listening to the podcast right now, back before TikTok and even back before Instagram had Reels, us millennials like myself back in 2014 all the way to 2017 is probably a good time frame. We manually added songs to videos. I know that sounds crazy. We had to edit and crop songs into videos manually on our MacBook Pros or MacBook Airs. And we usually stayed up all night or just took a long time to make sure that these videos look sick. (laughs) And again, most of these were like vacational videos, videos taken on drones, because that was really cool at the time. I don't know if you, like newer generation, like love the drone kind of scene and drone vibe, but that was really big to the millennials. And in the late to mid 2010s, This song, Sunset Lover, just took over the scene. Now, the reason I bring this up is because this song, again, just really captures almost like a sunset in a song. It almost even captures like a tropical vacation in a song, if you can imagine that. Now, the magical feeling of like being somewhere that's foreign, especially tropical, right? And has like really beautiful sunsets, really beautiful scenery. Especially remembering back on like when I heard the song a lot on the internet when it was the TikTok of its day. This really captured it because Petit Bisque has made this like beautiful soundscape where again like the psalm implies, Sunset Lover, the name of the song there is someone who just is a free-spirited, maybe millennial at the time. But obviously, you can listen to it now and kind of feel like that and maybe capture the vibe of what us millennials felt like back in 2015 to 2017, especially summertime. And obviously, that's a reoccurring theme on my podcast. Summertime is a magical time and arguably, to me, the best season of the year because it feels like an ethereal, almost unreal time to go do things, to find yourself, to go listen, explore new places and hear new things, learn new things that's what sunset lover is in a song and i think i'll cap it at that for that song so go check out sunset lover this uh song that came out and i believe 2015 now the next song suggestion i have is memories i can keep this one a little shorter because this one's just another tropical banger that perfectly captures the chill and laid-back summer vibes of just again the mid to late 2010s um, the voice manipulations are on point on that song. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about, kind of think of like, uh, Kiara, if you know who that is, or it kind of sounds like voices sung are being like turned into like MIDI samples, or it just kind of sounds like, ree, 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 and that's like used to like kind of, uh, kind of chain smokery vibes. If that makes sense. If you know who that is kind of have these cool voice sounds that are just mixed up and sound like roboty, if you will, uh, memories. That's another good one there. Now, my third song suggestion from Petit Biscuit is going to be Driving Through the Night. Now, as I've said in the beginning of the intro of this episode, I've seen and kind of low-key grown up in my adult life with these uh, artists. This first one that I have now, and then the one I'll give you in a minute. But as I've grown and a, as a young adult from 2015 to now, um, it's been cool to see how he's evolved as well. Um, obviously, we don't like to maybe listen to artists. Maybe we do, but I know you younger generation listening to this podcast, you guys don't like to hear the same thing over and over, which makes sense. We want to hear something else. If you've done something for five, 10 years, we probably want to hear you do something else, right? And I bet the Swifties know what I'm talking about. Now with Driving Through the Night 2020, I can feel the song and like kind of feel songwriting and his artistry turning into like more modern Like, as he was the poster child, again, of 2015 to 2017, of that EDM space, I would say that I respect the evolution of his tropical EDM to Pop House. Pop House is probably the best way I can describe the song, and that's really cool, it's really chill, but it's not as experimental, and it doesn't have as many voice manipulations, if you will, but it just drives and leans into just, like, young person driving through the night by himself, as the name implies of the song. So if you want a cool song to drive at night with, drive through the night. That's a good one. And that one came out in 2020. Now, to finish off this episode section of Petit Biscuit, I can't finish this part about his music without talking about my absolute favorite song from his discography. This song is called Problems. And to me, I was just telling my wife this the other day, to me, this is in my short list of perfect songs. Now, I know that's a very big claim, but just sit back and listen to me explain that and maybe just give a valid case there. Now, this song's perfect to me for multiple reasons. And the very first one I want to bring to the forefront is let me take you guys, my listeners, back in time again. (laughs) I know I keep talking about the mid to late 2010s because that was like my 20s, my early 20s. And again, that's a pretty prominent time in a lot of people's lives where they remember the most. And let me take you back to what was like kind of um, what was dominating the musical scene at the time. In a time where shiny, bright, female-driven vocal songs pumped with female vocals on top of heavy drops and big EDM bangers. So kind of think of um, early to like uh, vintage. And I would almost say peak chain smokers and peak roses. If you know what song I'm talking about, this song, it was just amazing. It just opened up that, again, that sea of like all these different songs that sounded the same again with female, like driven, pumped, heavy drop, EDM bangers. And this song was stood right in the middle of the open ocean there. And I fell in love with this song because when I first heard it, it was the exact antithesis of those types of songs the second reason here is because the singer's voice is so relaxed and it's a male singer again right like the opposite of what was big at the time and the lyrics were just so immaculate as storytelling and the memory evoking lyrics in that song were just amazing and then to top it off on the reasons in my case here is that it kind of had one of the best anti drops I've heard in like a chill EDM song now obviously we all know what a drop is in my words and in my like kind of Vernacular that I've kind of made up. An anti drop is kind of like when not necessarily like a lot of big, like idiom kind of sounding, you know, like stadium driven songs sound like, but more where you think it's going to get loud and big, but it just kind of either stays the same or just kind of goes. It's like a chill, just vibe from like almost a climactic like spot in the song. And this anti drop is so good as well with like no big major sounds, but a relaxing yet head banging bounce with sweet pinging stabs of like really chill pads. And again, Problems is so good. And I wanted to drive home on my last point of this case where Problems is like a perfect song to me. The storytelling is so good in the song. It sounds like, I wouldn't say your first love or like the first time falling in love, but it really captures that. And that like this guy like meets this girl, falls in love deeply with her and just like, The world is nothing compared to like that love that he has for that girl. And it's like super cool because again, I wouldn't maybe say that it's like your first love kind of vibe, but almost like almost perfect love. One that you've been looking for your whole life. And it's just so cool to find that storytelling within an EDM like house song. Now, not to like bag on the genre, but most of the time we hear like funny, just like (laughs) random voiceovers or sample vocal samples or even like monologues. And then you just hear like a after that like drop right now this is again the exact opposite of that like that trope that musical and genre based stereotype it just defined i think the coolness and the very experimental but very still edm tropical based music that petit bisque could bring to the table and i am so grateful that i heard this because as i described from these four songs perfect young person trying to find their way in the world music and perfect just like vibing music too, especially again for when you're partying or just trying to just chill with your friends. This is Petit pisque Go check out these four songs, Sunset Lover, Memories, Driving Through the Night, and Problems. This is Petit pisque Go check out his music. All right. On to the next artist that we have. This is a cool dynamic duo. Now, this is Majid Jordan, and really quick fact, they are most well-known for the producing and being featured on Drake's 2013 smash hit, Hold On, We're Going Home. Now, again, some of my newer listeners here, and especially some of the newer generation listening to this podcast, you may not remember that song, but... 2013 that was a banger that was one of the most like played and maybe if not still played Drake songs out there this duo hails from Bahrain hopefully I'm saying that country's name right Um, it's pretty close to Saudi Arabia just to give you an idea there and Toronto Ontario and if I'm not mistaken in my research this duo was formed at one of the two duos birthday parties in Toronto Canada And I don't know what you guys are feeding those people and all of your guys' artists in Toronto, specifically in Canada, but you guys are dropping and freaking having like a heyday in the last decade with all these amazing artists coming out of there. So Toronto, shout out to you. For my one, um, and for my one sentence, one liner description, they are an alternative synth wave R&B retro vibes group that make you feel like you're listening to 80s R&B music from the future. Let me just rephrase that. That make you feel like you're listening to 80s R&B music from the future. This group is so dope for so many different reasons. But this group is so dope because there's so many different reasons that I can tell you. And luckily I have all of them written down here. And let me just proceed to telling you why. Now, let me go into the first song or the first track that I found by them. And 2017. Now, the year technically for me was about 2018 when I first heard their music. I was working and this song, My Imagination, a 2017 single featuring DVSN. I know who DVSN is, but I hope I'm saying that name right. Really cool singer, really awesome RB singer. This is the first song I ever heard from Maji Jordan. The first thing my music ears noticed when I heard the song was that this was an RB sound that I have never heard before. And to be honest, it's one that I've yet to hear replicated it's so unique and I want to make sure that that's one of the first things I share about Maja Jordan and that they're so dope in like bringing this new twist and spin on R&B and with that on this first song, My Imagination, sonically it's like, it sounds like it's in a beautiful large spacey reverb driven room and it makes you think that you're in like a large abstract space. I wouldn't even say like room maybe and maybe take that word back, but maybe like some type of like, Abstract realm that you're in there are r and b synth sounds that make it also feel like a heartbroken driven dream if you will, and it's just got some really cool hard drums on top of futuristic vocals and pads and for my non producers out there, pads are pretty much just kind of like almost like spacey sounding instruments or sounds that you put in a song that wouldn't necessarily be categorized as like a synth or like a piano but something in between if that makes sense, so kind of like a sound that's like ongoing or just layered that you can definitely inaudibly hear, but it's kind of hard to like pinpoint what it is or where it's coming from. So kind of cool little description there. And the lyrics are so cool. Um like I said a minute ago, it sounds like a heartbroken driven dream. And again in this like abstract space. And this has one of the coldest like <laughs> heartbreak lyric lines that I've ever heard in a song. And they are quote, you remind me of a pretty girl broke my heart that tore my life apart now it obviously it sounds way better in the songs context and when it's sung putting that together if you can imagine like the big beautiful abstract reverb heavy space and again for my non-producers reverb just being kind of like if you're in a big cathedral or like a big chapel or a really big space and has a lot of echo and it kind of makes it sound like almost ethereal sounding when you sing or make any sound or talk in it and it just sounds like a dream from someone who's like heartbroken and it's like really sad, but we're like really cool. And again, I want to drive home the futuristic sound. Majid Jordan just does this really cool thing where they make it sound like they're from the future in their R&B and almost 80s sounding take. Remember that the R&B and 80s sounding take, because that's something we're going to come back on and touch on. Again, that first song was my imagination. Awesome single. And it's also on a really great album as well. Second song I will recommend is Her. This one's off a 2014 EP, and I believe it's their first EP, A Place Like This. Now, this one's really cool and just a simple, just like easy explanation of this one. It's a futuristic beat with voice manipulations, as we talked about with Petit Biscuit, and it is another brokenhearted, vocal-driven song. This one's a little bit more chill in that I would describe the last song in my imagination as if... uh maybe like Kanye West-inspired um, Yeezus album with kind of like some heavy, hard-hitting drums on like a really spacey sound, whereas this song, Her, is more chill and more relaxed. But again, really futuristic r R&B vibes, heavy, futuristic vibes there. And then now for the last song that I have for you guys from Maja Jordan. This one is really cool, and I would definitely, as you noticed, I took a little bit faster time describing those first two songs, because this song here is amazing, and this is a more refined version of those two songs, and maybe EPs that I mentioned before. This third and final song, Waves of Blue, from their 2021 album Wildest Dreams. Now, to me, this is the most refined version of that modernized 80s like synth pop that they make. It's like R&B infused with synth, which is amazing. And for all my nerds like me out there who listen to synth wave. Or like '80s synth-inspired music that's like made from nowadays. So again, modern synth. I think you'll really love this album, and especially the song. In the song "Waves of Blue," it almost feels like Daft Punk, Star Wars-esque meets synth wave. And there's almost parts. There's a lot of parts of the beat, the pads, the synths, etc., that sound like they're taking straight from the '80s. But here's the cool part: the vocals and production sound so crisp. And again, this like everything about like this cool sound, it sounds so crisp and clean that it sounds like it was from the future. Now imagine that. And that's why I described Daft Punk. That's why I bring Star Wars into the conversation because both of those kind of take a lot of inspiration from like a long time ago or a long long time ago in places far far away but at the same time they feel futuristic which is kind of cool when i listen to the song waves of blue and really the whole album wildest dreams it kind of feels like i'm flying through my like shiny flying car over the ocean with my girl and the passenger We're having a romantic like movie adventure montage scene from like a <laughs> again from like a star wars movie or like a daft punk a music video. And if you haven't seen either one of those, you got to. But shout out to my nerds there who love Star Wars like me. Anyways, Waves of Blue. It's like such a dope take of bringing R&B and fusing it together tastefully with Synthwave. Now, I know there's a lot of people who do like lo-fi Synthwave. There's an amazing like kind of subgenre. I would say maybe that was really popularized in 2020 called Vaporwave. And this is a really cool like version of If vaporwave met r&b and it is so cool in that futuristic sounds but also pulling from the past and i know i'm not one of the oldest people in the world but maybe not the youngest either but it definitely sounds like it's something that my like parents or like grandparents might appreciate from the 80s that they might like or just someone that's a little bit older than me but at the same time just us young people who love to find new music this is something new this is something dope this is something that's like really unique again And Majid Jordan, I just love, and hopefully I'm saying the country right, that um, these two guys, um, one being from Canada and the other one being from Bahrain, kind of near Saudi Arabia and just kind of that part of the world. I love the different takes that you can feel in this in that it doesn't feel like something that's like very poppy or very cookie cutter, but it's something very unique to these two artists, especially if you're getting picked up by OVO, that's Drake's record, After just making a couple like singles and EPs and being able to say that they've been part of some of the biggest songs in R&B history, but then also going off on the side and making their futuristic like 80s R&B vaporwave. That's pretty dope. And just living the dream and just showing everyone the cool eclectic styles, bringing multiple like ideas together and almost even like multiple ideals from different genres and all that. Blending it into something that's like very unique and cool. This is... Maja Jordan and that is the second EDM artist we have for today. Now those are the two artists that we have today and I know this episode is a little bit longer than the last two from this season of the new music podcast. I hope these artists that I bring with you in these episodes and maybe even some that you find from listening to the artists I brought to you help you like kind of grow with your adult life. Now, I know sometimes it can be scary and I'm going to get a little bit on a rant here, but I know it's sometimes the you're early to like late 20s. It feels like you're trying to find yourself, trying to make your mark in the world and in history. But as long as you have, I think, good music as you kind of like have memories and make memories, whether those are good. And I've touched on this in the past or whether they're bad. It doesn't matter because you are here and you are alive and you're enjoying life. That's what life is about. It's enjoying the good, it's experiencing the bad, and it's also just moving forward and learning, and especially like maybe making memories with places and things and people that you love. And I hope that these two artists like myself have helped me in my like young single adult life and helped me evolve as well just like their music has. and I've kind of grown with their evolution of their music discographies help you guys find songs and artists in this podcast and maybe even some from like an artist that is also like someone that you found on my podcast and I hope that you guys have good awesome experiences with music because this is what it's all about just living life and experience all of it And I want to leave you guys with that. Kind of a cool little excerpt there from something I've been thinking about a lot. And I hope you guys have a great rest of this year 2024. Now we still have more episodes and I'm getting a little sentimental here and introspective. But I hope again you guys have some dope times with these songs and artists that I share with you guys. And you guys deserve to have good times with these songs. And I'll see you on the next episode of the New Music Podcast. As always, stay cool and stay fresh. Peace.